Hey guys, it's Dawn. If you would like to hear the How My Parents Raised Me podcast ad-free, and if you would like access to subscriber-only episodes, join me in the What's the Truth community. You can join via the Apple Podcast app. There's a link right there in the app. Or go to whatsthetruth.supercast.com. Links are in the show notes. Don't miss out on all the extra content I'm sharing. I can't wait to see you over there. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. And I think that's a very common pattern for people who are very chronically unwell in their bodies, they try to grasp for a sense of joy or a sense of disconnect or a sense of numbing. So that can look like having a cigarette problem or having a sweets addiction or binge eating episodes or alcoholism. And so I had a lot around that as well of just, you know, grasping at these things that were actually making me even more sick. Welcome to How My Parents Raised Me. I'm Dawn Chitty. When we are born, we arrive here as pure and perfect souls. And the direction our life takes from that moment is deeply connected to what our parents bring to our lives. And what our parents bring to our lives is deeply connected to what their parents brought to their lives. And that's the cycle of families. I have always craved connection with real and raw stories to understand what makes you, you. What makes you the absolutely unique human that you are. Stories are medicine for the soul. They can connect us and they can change the world. And so in this podcast, I'm listening to beautiful souls sharing their story. What happened to them, how they got through and how they have healed and thrived despite everything to arrive right here in this moment. Content warning, if you are triggered by the themes of this podcast, please seek a helpline 
in your city. Hello, my beautiful friends, and welcome back. Have you ever experienced a panic attack? A true panic attack can be like a tsunami moving through your body, a terrifying experience. This week on the Heal blog, I'm sharing how to recognize a panic attack and what you can do if you are experiencing panic attacks. The links to the Heal blog are in the show notes of this episode. How does trauma in childhood affect your physical health? If this is something you've never given a lot of thought to, you'll definitely be interested in this quick chat with healing teacher and mentor, Lauren of Love. After a childhood of deep trauma passed down from both the maternal and paternal sides of her family, Lauren was overweight, insecure, chronically ill, and holding so much trauma and unworthiness that led to many rock bottom moments. Lauren was numbing the pain and the depression with medications to get through her days, but once Lauren finally began to really look at the underlying causes of her many health issues, her trauma, she started to heal. Lauren believes anything can be healed, and she is now a self-healing teacher and spiritual guide for women who are dedicated to transforming their lives, health, bodies, bank accounts and relationship with themselves to find their own place of truth and healing. We pick this story up as Lauren is describing how for years her mind and body were so disconnected with her nervous system in constant overdrive. My body was going through this really imbalanced experience where I was in fight or flight in my nervous system without even knowing it. So like what going to the grocery store, I would be like tense or stressed or worried. My thoughts would always be agitated and annoyed. And so I had my mind over here in low vibration. I had my body that was like experiencing this disconnect from the mind because of trauma and my body was unwell. And so all of those things, it was just like a disaster. And I, started to lose some really important things of being an adult. Like my hair started falling out and I got a rash all over my body and I couldn't walk up the stairs without being in pain. And my husband had to hold the grocery bags and I couldn't drive anymore. And it was like, over time, my body was just getting sicker and sicker and sicker as I was spending more and more time off of these mental health medications. And I can answer all the questions about this that you have. But I will just say that not only have I been able to heal my entire body and all of these symptoms, but my mental health has never been more clear and more sound. And this all was manifested through the work of facing and looking at my unintegrated trauma. Yes. Wow. That's, that's so clear, isn't it? And yeah, it's such a struggle. I mean, having been through this sort of journey myself, I know exactly how it goes. And it is just this sort of, you just out there looking for answers. You just want to solve it. You go to a, a regular Western medical doctor and they prescribe you stuff. They tell you your hormones are, you know, imbalanced or there's always something because a, a lot of my symptoms were quite vague. And so it could be, it could have been anything. But I think the doctors don't really understand this. And so therefore the wider population don't understand it because 
that you're just supposed to take a pill and you're just supposed to, you know, have a rest, drink some water and, and it'll sort itself out, you know, and it's so frustrating when you're on that journey. Did you feel like you were supported by the people around you? Did do people understand it? Because I found it's very hard for people to understand what you're going through. Yeah, it's very hard. You know, I, I think just like anybody when these symptoms started to come online for me and they were manifesting and getting really intense, I did go down the Western medical approach because that was what everyone was telling me to do. And I think the confusing thing when it comes to this umbrella of chronic illness, right? So this is, I'm not talking about like kidney failure or a type of cancer. I do believe all of those things can be healed as well, but I'm just speaking to my general experience as who helps people heal from chronic conditions, that these conditions, whether they're chronic in the mind, so you like mental health stuff, or they're chronic conditions within the skin or in the body or in the energy levels you have, the the Western medical world is so ill-equipped because we live in a reality of symptom-based treatment. And so when you go and you have a skin condition, I remember going to the skin doctor and the dermatologist asking her to take a biopsy and and having her tell me, oh, it's eczema. But when you ask what's causing this, she has no answers and says that she can't help you, but it's eczema, right? And so this is like, we identify what's happening in our body by symptoms and then the doctors treat that. So that's really challenging. The other area of this is that autoimmune conditions and chronic illnesses are invisible to many doctors because the tests that they have access to and permission to use by the insurance companies are not going to be looking for the things that we can use other tests to discover, right? So um, that's really challenging because doctors often don't take you seriously. And they think that it's, I had a doctor ask me if I had a behavioral specialist when I told him what was going on, right? And that was really upsetting to be like, oh, so you think I'm lying? Like, you think I'm here yeah. crazy, right? Like, yeah. that's that. I you're not going to help me, right? So there's that. And then there's also this study, I believe chronic illness to be the healer. I think these things actually come to us to teach us how to be empowered and to heal ourselves and to take our sovereignty back. And when, when these things come, generally speaking, we're also faced with a lot of outside influence from our peers or friends or family who want to tell us what to do, right? And that can be very frustrating. My dad yelled at me so many times when I started to find my own path. And my sister had a bunch of opinions as a doctor of what I should and shouldn't be doing. And so, yeah, it was very hard to have the support, but I was able to finally find it. And that support is what changed my life. So I'm really grateful that, you know, strong prayers and and really staying focused on the belief I had, which was that I deserve to be well. This is my birthright. You know, when you hold that belief really strong, whatever is not in alignment with that belief will wither away, right? And so I did go through seasons where I was angry that I didn't have the support from doctors or from family, but because I didn't have that support from them, I found what was supportive because I held that prayer, you know? So yeah, I just wanted to say that. I think that's important. 
I think it's really important because it is quite a lonely journey and even the people closest to you, they just don't understand and you are sort of free-falling in this sort of space of what the hell is going on and it, it's, it's, really, it's really tough. So what, what was your rock-bottom moment? Like what turned this around into healing? Yeah, that's a great question. I think I had a lot of rock bottom moments. I had I had rock bottom moments where I fell to my knees. I have this one memory I'm thinking of where I fell to my knees crying because I realized my body was so sick I couldn't have a baby. And I'm 34. And so, you know, I was like feeling this like I'm never gonna have children energy and just how grief filled that was. That was a really big rock bottom moment for me, getting that reflection from the doctor to go see a behavioral specialist. That was very much a rock bottom moment for me. I also had issues with alcoholism that were playing out around all of this. And I think that's a very common pattern for people who are very chronically unwell in their bodies. They try to grasp for a sense of joy or a sense of disconnect or a sense of numbing. So that can look like having a cigarette problem or having a sweets addiction or binge eating episodes or alcoholism. And so I had a lot around that as well of just, you know, grasping at these things that were actually making me even more sick. I was very blessed in my path to have miracle moments. Like my rock bottom moments are kind of blurry and all over the place, but my, my miracle moments are solid. Like I I went to the jungle and sat with plant medicines that were, you know, healing medicines and the realizations I had there. And then I took a trip to Sedona and met a healer that actually led me to move there for a year where I could get the support that I needed to heal my body in this alternative way. And I manifested a beautiful sister who actually held my hand through some of the therapies that I tried that helped me heal. And she lived with me in Sedona to take care of me. So And I just met her like out of nowhere. And so those miracle moments are so dear to my heart. And they were game changers for me because I started to take my power back and also started to see that what I was working through was not just a physical issue. It was it was everything in my emotional body that I hadn't been looking at. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Yeah, absolutely. And then it is when you actually start opening yourself up to that, that these things come, isn't it? 
you sort of you just you open up and then all of a sudden you find this person who sits with you and stays with you and you know cares for you it's it's incredible it's so incredible you talk about healing as a shamanic wake up can you explain what that means yeah so this might be a stretch for people who aren't in the world of like spirituality and self-healing but there's this there's this word that's kind of thrown around shamanic, right? Like, well, so maybe we should start with like what that is so that people, you know, have that education too. Shamanism is like the oldest, oldest religion, quote unquote, that could exist in this world. Shamanism is about connecting to the earth, giving gratitude and blessings. That's all it is, right? And so there's this spirit entity or energy. Like if you've ever looked at the moon and or saw a shooting star or looked at mother nature and just felt something, right? That's shamanism. There's this like spirit to the earth that lives in our entire reality with us, through us, as us. And I think that when you're a person in this life who's really dedicated to her own growth and you have a really strong prayer in your heart, to be the best version of yourself, to make a difference in the world, to, to be healed of what you're carrying, right? If that prayer is like very strong, this spirit of the world that we live in, this energy, maybe spirit isn't the right word, but like this frequency of oneness, right? It comes through you and wakes you up to your suffering, you know, like that, that to me was my chronic illness incidents that to me was the rape trauma and the integration I had to work through it was God and source and the universe and mother earth like all wrapped in one just being like wake the f up right like stop settling for less than you deserve stop playing out these stories that are not even yours they're just your ancestral bs that you've inherited right look at the stuff that you've been through and heal it, right? Wake up to your power, wake up to your strength, wake up to your divinity. Like that, that's everything, you know? It's, mm. I, I think that's like, there's a, sometimes people have this approach with like, I'm a warrior and I, I battled this disease and I won. And like, I don't think that's the story I play. I, I think the story I play is that I had an initiation into my power, And I'm so grateful for what initiated me, which was the hard stuff, you know? Oh yeah, absolutely. I love all of that. And it is, it is, you have to go through that stuff and it it is just so beautiful because it is about standing in your power. How can we begin to move trauma out of our body? What is the first steps to that? Yeah. So this is a great question. What, what comes to mind for me is to practice your breath and your presence. Like trauma, the trauma is not what happens to us. It's what happens within us, right? So like trauma is not the experience of the sexual assault. It is what you experience within the body as a result of that. So a lot of the times for people who want to heal trauma, the the biggest setback to that is that they're not fully connected to their bodies because of the byproduct of trauma, which is disassociation, fight or flight, freeze, right? All of these patterns that we experience. So what's really helpful is to start bringing your mind and your body back together through practices that are gentle 
and restorative to your oneness and your centeredness, right? So I have never met somebody who had a lot of trauma to heal that was present. Like I've never, I've never seen that, right? Like, like, oh wow, you're so present. Yeah. I just got so much trauma I need to work through. Like that's not what happens, right? So to practice that presence is to, you know, give yourself permission to be loving enough to yourself to say, I'm I'm going to practice being with myself. You know, a, a lot of us, we don't want to be with ourselves because we're holding so much. So that can be like 10 minutes a day, just focusing on your breath. And maybe that's two minutes a day in the beginning, right? And And you're just like breathing in and breathing out and just focusing on your life force and just grounding yourself here and doing that over and over again. That can be journaling to connect with yourself. That can be walks in nature to connect to yourself. But that is the first really important step. And even though that seems really simple, it's like the most powerful, important medicine because you can't heal what you're not present with. And for a lot of people, we're not present with any part of ourselves. We're like on our cell phones and watching TV and eating the snacks and looking at the advertisements and scrolling social media. So to start to heal is to start to be present with and to give yourself space. The other thing I'll I'll just say too, is that as you start to do that, the awareness of your emotions may start to become more strong compared to maybe how things were before. Because when you're in disassociation, you you don't even sometimes know what you're feeling. You're just kind of numb or anxious all the time. So when emotions start to come through the body, one of the biggest things that trauma survivors do is that they discredit or disassociate or ignore the emotions. So they'll cry and they'll say, oh, I'm so sorry I'm crying or like, I shouldn't be crying about this. I know it's so silly. And and we don't want to do that because if you're going through something that's bringing up a hypersensitivity or like a strong emotion, it is something that is mirroring to you from a past experience, right? So like you may be crying because you spilt the Cheerios in the kitchen five minutes ago, which is a silly thing to cry about. But if you have a trauma that that that's linked to from your childhood, that might feel really emotional. You know, maybe your dad used to yell at you when you made a mess or maybe there was an anxiety around food that is being mirrored. And so we have to start to become really good listeners and to pay attention to, okay, what is coming up? What is this mirroring to me? And what is presenting itself to heal? And that's when you start to work with your 3D reality a little bit differently where you're like, oh, this is coming up for my healing. Okay. And and then the, the game starts to change. And then little by little, you start to, to release these things. There's obviously more to it, but those are really good places to start. Yeah. I love that. And I love the way you explained that. And it is, it's like, I think in the beginning, it's almost like you don't even know what is myself. Like I don't, I never really thought about who I am myself. Like I think you're so disconnected. You're just out in the world just trying to do and please and make it work and fit in. You never, ever sit with yourself and just, you're just not connected at all. Well, you know, that's my experience. And I think that's for so many people. And and it is scary to, to feel 
those emotions and I think that's what people struggle with a lot you know because it it does bring up a lot of stuff but I think you've got to start with it and the longer you sort of push it away it just delays it I think yeah it becomes disease like you know lung cancer is grief liver failure is repressed anger you really want to play those games with your body so like feeling is healing and what's coming up is releasing. That's that's important to remember those two things. So feeling is healing and whatever's coming up is is releasing. It's leaving you, right? And to have that approach is, oh my God, it's such a game changer. But it's important to feel what you have trapped within your body so that you don't manifest these conditions that are, sure, they're very rooted in physical. Like people are like, well, breast cancer is hereditary. Yeah, but like the people who get it, like there's always an emotional source, hundred mm. percent, right? So like, it's, it's like a hereditary way of coping with the trauma, I guess. Yes, exactly. Like, yeah. Oh my god, it, it's so it, it's important to see things that way, right? It's it's so important to see things that way. We're all here trying to heal ourselves, and when we have this perspective that like it's just a DNA structure or a molecule or you know, a parasite or this or that, it's like, you're, you're missing the point, right? It's, it's, it's here on three levels. So yeah, it's cool to have these conversations with people who get that. I appreciate it. Thank you for being on this journey of healing and community with me. If you listen on Apple, I would love it if you could take a moment to post a review for the podcast. It would mean a lot. Check the show notes for all links recommended in this episode. If you're on Instagram, follow me at mybigloveproject and please share this episode with someone you know needs to hear it. Thank you for joining me. You are such an incredible soul because you are you. You are unique. Your journey is unique and you can absolutely change the world with your story. Your time is precious and I so appreciate you being here. Thanks for joining me. I'll catch you next week.